What is up, guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode 290 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company and Not Born This Way brand. Hey, so um, I'm going to try recording this one while I'm walking. So it's uh, 9 o'clock at night on a Monday. I don't know what it is. It feels like about 30 degrees, I guess. Um, so hopefully this comes out. Uh, usually in the car, there's a lot of background noise. I'm using a headset. Occasionally with the headset, it picks up uh, like my beard noise, and that sounds terrible. So if that's really bad, I you won't hear this because I'll just delete it. Uh, I wanted to talk tonight about uh, 75 hard. Uh, I am on day ooh, 57 or something, I think. I... Uh, 59 I don't know anyway I'm, I'm in the 50s somewhere uh, and this is part of what I'm doing right now my uh, workout number two exercise number two outside um, is part of my 75 hard challenge so I wanted to give you guys some uh, some feedback a lot of people are interested about it. a lot of people hadn't heard about it um, who follow me a lot of people uh, do know about it um, so I just wanted to give you some uh, some feedback on it, some things I've uh, discovered, learned, likes, don't likes. Uh, so just for any of you guys that aren't familiar, 75 Hard is a program. It's a mental toughness challenge. So I'll get into this more in a little, little bit, but it's not a diet. It's not a workout program. It is a mental toughness challenge designed by Andy Frisella uh, after really studying excellence for... Uh, many years, and looking at all the different things that compose uh, success and different elements that people who are mentally strong uh, use to become efficient and tough, and he compiled, compiled them into a program. So the program consists of all of these things have to be completed every day for 75 days straight. If you miss a single day, a single task, the challenge is over. And you have to start again. Um, that's probably the defining aspect of the challenge because a lot of things, uh, you know, people have asked me how does it compare to when I trained for bodybuilding contests and so forth. Um, when I did things like that, um, if I screwed up for a day, obviously it wasn't uh, planned, wasn't part of the program, but I just kept going the next day and continued to train for the contest or whatever. Uh, with this thing, you have to start over. So it's a lot more intense. Think of it as like a Navy SEAL boot camp where uh, if you decide to ring the bell that day because you don't want to finish the tasks, you're out. And that's what I keep in mind every day that I feel like quitting is that I'm not going to be the guy to ring that bell, no matter how miserable I might be or how much it's, um, how difficult it is. So the, the tasks are two workouts a day, minimum of 45 minutes. One of them has to be outside. So no matter what the weather is, um, you got to get outside and do your set, your set, one of those two workouts. can be the first one, can be the second one, but it has to be outside. Uh, you have to follow a diet of some kind. They don't specify the diet because that's going to vary depending on the person. But you have to follow one and stick to it. You have no cheat meals, no alcohol. You must drink a gallon of water every day. You must read 10 pages of an actual book, not an audio book, 
not something on a Kindle, 10 pages of an actual nonfiction book, preferably like self-help, uh, something to make you better and learn, and then um, take a progress photo every single day. That's also really important because uh, nobody wants to do that, especially in the beginning. And every day it doesn't seem like you're making any progress, but I can tell you when you look back from my day one, day 55, or whatever I'm at now, it's pretty pretty dramatic. Uh, I'm not showing those to anybody yet, but once I finish, I'll show those because it's pretty cool. All right, so, so far, 55 days in, a couple things that I've, I've learned. Hardest part for me so far, without question, is the water, a gallon of water a day. Now let's dive into this a little bit. Number one, uh, a gallon of water, in my opinion, and in my experience now, after having done this for this many days, is unnecessary for athletic function, life, and so forth. Too much. Uh, I'm about 200 pounds right now, and I can just tell that that is an excessive amount for my body. Now again, in this program, not the point. The point is not to be giving everyone the exact amount of water they need. It is a challenge. Um, a gallon of water is a pain in the ass. It's also something that everybody can do. It doesn't require any special talent, any special strength, any special genetic ability, athletic ability. It's literally just uh, something you have to start early enough in the day. And that's something that I've been slacking on uh, when the, and, and again, guys, the point of this challenge is that it's a challenge. These things are designed to be difficult and sucky. So we learn things from this challenge that apply to success in life in just about every and any area. So let me explain. If I start early enough, when I wake up and start hitting water immediately after coffee, or preferably before coffee, and I'm consistent throughout the morning, particularly if I work out early, like 6, 6.30 a.m. workout, which kind of gets my, my thirst going, gets me to start drinking water early, I can usually crush the gallon pretty easily and in a reasonable time period, meaning I'm not pounding half a gallon at 10 o'clock at night before I go to sleep, which leads to four bathroom trips during the night, right? Um, but in the beginning, knowing that I'm not very good at drinking my water normally. So normally, anybody who's a workout person is aware that we have to drink a lot of water. We should be drinking a lot of water every day. Again, after this is over, I'll probably shoot for about a half a gallon a day, um, which would be, let's see. Yeah, if you took like, maybe I'll shoot for 100. So like half your body weight in ounces, maybe. But uh, 128 or whatever gallon is, is too much for me. I think I'd probably be good at like 80 or 90, but whatever. Um, I know that I'm supposed to do that. But that's an area where I'm just not very aware of it all the time. Uh, I don't enjoy it. Uh, I drink probably too much coffee and just don't drink enough water. So when I started the challenge, knowing that that was going to be a hard part for me because it's not something I do regularly... Uh, I started hitting my water early, like first couple weeks of the challenge, I'd get up and go right after it. And I'd be in good shape for the day. 
But as the challenge has gone on, and I've never missed never missed lip water any day, but there's definitely been some days where I started really late um, and was pretty miserable being up all night peeing or having to chug water at you know 11 o'clock. So as I've gone on though, because I've been successful, I've gotten complacent. And I've had my coffee, I've kind of gone back to my old habits, which would be have a cup of coffee, start doing some work, grab another cup of coffee, do some more work. And if I don't work out early, again, I might just keep sipping on coffee until 11 or 12 o'clock. And then I'm trying to get my water in for the rest of the day. And again, if I'm not on the challenge and I'm not working out that day and I'm not interested in water, shit, I might drink two or three glasses for the day and that's it. So those, my natural bad habits are creeping back up because I'm getting comfortable with the challenge. So that's become a real pain in the ass. So note to self, pay attention because you're going to tend to revert back to your natural habits that you have learned over years and years and years and years that are tough to break and even harder to break when you get off of whatever your current challenge is. Uh, number two, the uh, other part that I think is challenging is this phase, you know, 55 days or so forth or whatever, um, is a danger zone to me for a lot of people I see. And I, and I can see this mentality because it starts to feel like you almost, you already accomplished it, meaning What's the difference between 75 days and 55 days? There's no actual prize. There's no contest on that day. There's no, I'm trying to hit a certain body fat level or weight on a scale or, you know, squat a certain number of weight on the bar. Like it's just a relatively haphazard day. So here, because it's starting to become mentally taxing. And again, this is a mental challenge. Uh, I'm bored of my walks. I'm sick of drinking so much fucking water. Um, I'm craving some foods that are not on my diet plan. Um, I want to sleep in and not do that early morning workouts. Um, and it also starts to get in your head where you go, what's the point? Like, why am I doing this stupid challenge? Because there's no meaning, right? It's, it was just to prove something. Why do I have to prove something to anybody? Why do I have to prove something to myself? All the reasons that you gave it, like the reason we started this challenge, my wife's doing it too, was a mental challenge. Um, she and one of her coworkers wanted a jump start, a real kick in the ass to get their shit together with their eating and their exercise. I have been hesitant for a long time because of um, giving up the alcohol, Although I've kind of done that off and on for my, by myself, but never consistently for this long. Um, so I looked at that as a good thing, but it was something I was hesitant to do. And also um, just wondering if we could fit it in with our busy schedule and knowing that it would be uh, difficult. So again, because that's the point, that's why we do this challenge. But when you start to get tired and your body's, I mean, our body's tired, man. I just want to rest. Um, I haven't worked out two days a week, two days, two times a day for 55 days in a row ever. Even when I was bodybuilding, uh, I took more rest days, didn't do cardio every day like this. So 
uh, I'm ready for a break. You know, I'm, I'm overtrained and um, starting to fatigue mentally. So you start to find ways out and you start to change your, like you forget your motivation to start and then you wonder why you're even doing it and you question your motives. That's all the subconscious is sneaky way of getting you to bail, right? This is to be expected. I think about the Navy SEAL guys going through their training. I mean, I don't know how they don't get up and ring the bell, right? They're freezing. They're exhausted. They're soaking wet. I don't know honestly how you remember at that moment why you want to be a Navy SEAL, why it's important to you to do this. I am quite, I can, I can 100%, it's freezing right now. My hands are frozen right now. I can 100% think, imagine what it feels like to be one of those guys and thinking about the allure of a warm bed, a cup of coffee, a big fat pizza, and just enough of this bullshit. Get me out of the ocean, get me, stop me from running and all this crap they have to do. The appeal of quitting must be so, so high that uh, I, I find it shocking that anybody even finishes. And the fact that they can even keep their mindset on that goal and the reason why they started while they're in so much pain and in so much discomfort, that to me is like the ultimate in impressive. And that's what I'm dealing with on a very minor scale, right? Reminding myself that I started this because it's a mental challenge. I started this because I told people I would never fucking quit. And there's a lot of things I can't do physically. I'm never going to make claims that I can do things physically because that's, I'm limited by my physical capacity, right? Uh, there's nothing on this challenge that anybody is, meant, is, is limited by physical capacity. It's mental. It's time management. Um, so it's not to say if people screw it up that something's wrong or they're mentally weak. A lot of this is designed to be a learning process. And manage your time, you know, get your workouts in. Like the workouts have to be separate. So you can't even mess up your time management and then try to do an hour and a half in a row at night. You have to be thinking ahead. You have to prepare for um, things to pop up. So with a family, like right now I'm doing this walk by myself. Typically my wife and I do it together, which by the way has made this challenge much easier for me than it was for most people because I'm not doing these walks alone. I have a partner in crime. And, and A, it's been great because we've had a chance to talk, spend a lot of time together. But what makes it, and I would do this myself, honestly. I'm, again, from training my whole life, working out, bodybuilding and so forth, I've gotten good at putting myself first. Now, sometimes that's viewed as selfish and I can see that. Uh, and it's difficult to do when you start having a family and husband, wife, whatever, because uh, even though going to the gym, doing your workouts, doing your work, getting back to, you know, whatever it is you have to do, that's your job, your life, your fitness, um, you're taking care of other people. You know, you have a responsibility to other people. So it's very difficult to pull away when those other people need you. So when you're on a challenge, you're going to run into those same issues that might be stopping you from going to the gym or being effective in your work right now. If you have a tendency to not be able to find time for yourself because you're too busy taking care of your kids, not being able to find time to 
do the extra work you need to do for your business because you uh, don't want to miss your Netflix or whatever, you're going to have those problems um, doing this challenge as well. Okay? Now, the interesting thing about the challenge, though, right, for me has been um, I feel like I got a pass from my kids and my wife to go to the gym or work out twice a day because everybody knows we're doing the challenge. So it can be in the, it can be the, we can be in the midst of chaos at the house. Uh, kids could have to be fed or do schoolwork or just be having a meltdown tonight. My daughter's not feeling well. My son wasn't feeling better. He's feeling a little bit better, but we had a little, uh, um, discipline issue with him tonight. So, you know, we had a lot of shit going on. Uh, doesn't feel right for me to just leave, go for a walk, right? So if I wasn't on this program, I'd probably have a hard time convincing myself, my wife, my kids that I need to go work out now, right? And this happens to all of us. So the good thing about the challenge is everybody knows, hey, I'm on a challenge, I gotta go. And you get a pass from your family, right? We just did this over Thanksgiving. So we went for uh, you know, seven days with our family at a house together, didn't drink, didn't eat crap, didn't eat pie, didn't eat dessert, didn't eat, I mean, every, you know, you imagine living in a house with a family, everybody's eating and drinking and celebrating. We didn't do any of that and had exercise twice a day, you know, brought bands and stuff with us, didn't have access to a gym, had to go outside in the freezing cold. So it was awesome, actually, super awesome. But if it was just me and not on a challenge, and I was just saying, guys, I don't want to lose my fitness while I'm here, so I'm not going to drink. I'm going to work out twice a day. I'm going to, I'm going to dip after dinner when everybody's hanging out, having wine, talking, family time. I'm going to leave and go walk outside for 45 minutes. Uh, I'm not going to sleep in and chat with everybody over coffee in the morning because I'm going to be at the gym or upstairs in my room doing a 45-minute band workout. That doesn't fly so much, right? That's a big, big challenge with uh, being successful and doing things outside of the norm, which are required to be successful, right? You're going to have to do stuff that the other people aren't doing. You're going to have to be working when they're not, exercising when they're not, eating clean when they're not, doing all the things when everyone else is trying to convince you, take it easy, you know, it's holiday, just chill, have a drink, sleep in, no big deal, have a piece of pie, what's that going to kill you, miss one workout, it's really cold out, uh, wouldn't it be great to sleep, you're super sore, probably need a break, this is all the stuff. So bad enough that you're going to be telling yourself this stuff, but also you're going to have other people telling it to you and encouraging you to quit, essentially. Uh, not because they don't want you to succeed, they want you to be comfortable, right? They they see that what you're doing is uncomfortable and hard. And people that love us have a tendency to not want to see that, right? They don't want to see us uncomfortable. They don't want to see us do hard stuff. We appreciate, I, I love to see my kids and my wife accomplish hard things, but sometimes it's hard to watch them undertake the hard things, right? Um, I did a podcast a while back about the the fat dog, you know, the overweight dog. So you always see these dogs who are clearly overweight and unhealthy. 
and you look at their owners and the first thought is, you know, hey, maybe that's irresponsible of the owner, right? To not take care of this dog. But in, in most cases, it's, a, it's an owner that loves this dog so much that they're overfeeding it, right? They're giving it treats, they're giving it human food, things that it loves, letting it sit on the couch. They're, they're not the owners that are out there making it, making their dog go for a run or uh, restricting its diet or anything like that because they want to do things that make the dog happy. So we have to watch for that in our friends and our family. When it feels like they're discouraging us, they're really not. They just want to see us comfortable, see us relax, see us happy on the couch. When our, our goals and dreams uh, aren't going to happen, sitting on that couch being comfy, uh, they're going to be going to happen by doing the things while everyone else is on the couch and comfy. Now, the hard part too, guys, here is the balance. You still need to spend some time on the couch with your kids and your wife, your husband. Still need to sleep in once in a while when you're not on a challenge like this and, and spend quality time. That's a very difficult thing for those of us who are goal-oriented and driven. It's, it's finding the medial, media, me, middle ground. Happy medium. My, my face is getting numb here. It's fucking cold out. You know, we're driven all the time. Work, 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 work. Alienate and lose people close to us. People who we think we're trying to be successful for. Uh, because we're never around. Or we're never engaged. Or we're there physically, but we're not there mentally. So we don't want to go that far, right? Um, so we've been trying to you know, be selective about when we do our walks, our workouts. To make sure we can still spend time with our kids. So they're not... It's good for them to see our commitment to something like this. It's good for them to see us uh, not eat foods that we might otherwise want to because that we can show restraint. It's good for them to see us not drink alcohol. It's good for them to see us stick to our commitments. It's good for them to see us work out when it's inconvenient or cold. Start teach them work ethic they can see. Uh, but we also have to be careful not to do it to the point where it uh, really it affects them negatively and they have a a poor association with uh, goals and hard work and uh, challenges. So I want to wrap it up there, guys. But I think overall, for the purpose that this challenge was created, it's awesome. Um, when you're in the middle of it, when people say, how is it? It sucks. You know, it's 930 at night and it's freaking cold out. Um, I'd rather be home. We have a fire going at the house and watching uh, Modern Family with my kids and having a piece of pizza. But instead, I'm walking outside by myself in the dark and cold. And I'm going to go home and finish 30 ounces of water and probably have some chicken, vegetables, and a little bit of rice. So, uh, but I'll be happy to go take my after my progress picture and see that I've still improved even from before Thanksgiving. When typically, this week today, coming back from a week with the family... Over Thanksgiving, I would have probably put on five or six pounds and definitely uh, moved my fitness and health level backwards, not forward. Uh, the fact that I forward progressed even through holidays is kind of awesome. And you have to focus on those things. I don't, I don't dwell a lot on what I can't have. Um, I dwell on what I'm gaining, right? I'm gaining, I'm learning, I mean, I, I do books all the time, so the 10 pages of reading is no big deal. But I'm hydrated all the time. Um, I'm, I'm doing mobility more. Some days that's my workout. 
Um, so I'm, my back doesn't hurt as much as it used to 50 days ago because I'm really emphasizing stretching and flexibility, which I don't usually do. Um, never walk this much uh, when I'm not specifically training for something. So I'm a lot leaner than I normally would be. Um, so lots of upside, but I have to pay attention to the upside and not spend all the time dwelling on what I'm missing when I'm out here walking, what I can't eat, what I can't do because I'm at the gym, what I, you know, you get what I'm saying, guys. So anyway, that's it. Hit me up if you have questions. Talk to you soon.